Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack, and thanks for downloading this episode. You know, the Horror Movie Podcast is a show that uh, pokes fun at majorless movies. Um, I have a guest over. We watch a movie. Uh, then we record our conversation about that movie. Um, this week, my guest is Aaron Dicer. Aaron Dicer is the uh, NBC, the KY3 uh, movie critic on uh, on, on TV, and uh, he's uh, has three podcasts that he does: Shoe the Dough, uh, the New Music Digest, and then Sith Pop. Uh, he's also uh, he also uh, along with uh, Danae has a syndicated FM radio show that you can listen to around the country. Uh, it's called the DNA Show, and that's uh, again that's Aaron and Danae. If you want to search that online. Um, coming up, we have a um, – we're going to be – the Horror Movie Podcast is going to be at the Lebanon Megacon uh, in Lebanon, Missouri on April 30th and May 1st. Everybody should come out uh, and support uh, the Horror Movie Podcast and also just uh, the Lebanon Megacon. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, finally, rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. You know, we're a Revolver uh, podcast, Revolver Network podcast. And uh, it really helps us move up some podcast rankings just on iTunes in general. Um, when you rate us, give us five stars on there and then leave a, uh, some comments. Uh, just, you know, pump us up, folks. All right. Uh, really, that's about all I have. Uh, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at One Horrible Movie or go like us on Facebook. Uh, in general, though, thanks for downloading this episode. It's a really fun one uh, with a uh, great guest, Aaron Dicer. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, here's the Horror Movie Podcast. Enjoy! I am what's known as a super taster. So you have... I have twice as many taste buds as the normal human being. Whatever. No, this is a true thing. You can look it up. Where'd you get the diagnosis from this? You, well, there's a couple ways you can tongue? diagnose. Can I, I don't want to... You don't have to show me your tongue. You can actually count... So I've done that. Oh, you whatever. can actually count. And there's also little strips, little uh, taste strips that have a certain taste on them that only super tasters can taste. So you can do those Is as well. Is there a taste uh, IQ? That you no, do, there's, like three, a, there's three. What's the IQ test you take if you're a genius? It's the uh, – I IQ, can't think of it. IQ taste? Are no, you talking about getting name, into Mensa? The name of the group. Getting into Mensa? Mensa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mensa. So there's yeah. there a Mensa for my tongue would be in the, the Mensa taste group. You would yeah. be high high. So high there's three tasters. types of people. There's super tasters, regular tasters, and non tasters. Okay, <laughs> super tasters account for about ten percent of the population. Non tasters also ten percent. So eighty percent of people they just have normal amount of taste buds. They taste things normally. <laughs> super tasters, everything is is too like it's tasted to an extreme. Okay. Non-tasters, they have half as many taste buds as the normal human being. They barely taste anything. These are the people that love everything on their pizza, spicy foods, they, because they don't, they don't taste unless it's extreme. So uh, for me, anything that's even slightly bitter is extremely bitter. So like coffee, that's why I can't do so it. like you couldn't uh, – Warheads, candy – that yeah, kill, there's, no, there's no point. See, sour is one, of, no, sour is, one of, is one of the lesser evils. Uh, I don't <laughs> like sour, but it's bitter – is a no can do. Yeah, but I Spicy think is no can do. Yeah. Sweet is no can do. Now, what that means is something like uh, icing. I don't. I Rich. can't do icing. I hate. No, I hate. I hate. I can't icing. do cheesecake. I, hate, yeah. I can't do. You know anything? Oh, really? That's, that's, that's sad. That's too sweet. It just so like I can do chocolate. 
chocolate actually has a nice little balance to it, but I can't do dark chocolate. It's too bitter. I can't handle the bitterness of it. So, really? Yeah. Um, I feel bad. No, it's good. It's, it's a, good. It is it's a superpower. power. It's not a hindrance? No, it's, yeah, I'm a mutant. It is my mutant power. Do you power. have a school that you've attended? Uh-huh, yes. It, when you Xavier were, has... Were you, when you were younger, was this a, was it a difficult transition to... It was. I got made fun of a lot by the normies. And, uh, is that what we are as normies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah. Huh. The taste normies. Uh, no, no. How about when, that? No, honestly, when I was young, you just, you're just picky. Just Everybody just a... says you're a picky eater, which is fine. I mean, I am a picky eater, but it's for a specific reason. So... Your, sm- your sense of smell, is it heightened as well? No. Mm-mm. No, it's can all you, about the taste. Can you figure out directions by just... Like, <laughs> by sticking my tongue out? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sticking your tongue out? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. All sorts of things. All directions. You don't realize what your taste buds can do until you multiply them. Yeah. It's, that's your movie tagline, actually. You fun. don't know and what... You, never mind. That's okay. right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's how I got here. I just, I just I you know, remembered the address you and didn't I just even stuck know. my tongue You've out. You've actually never been to Republic before. Mm-mm. Okay. No. I only knew it was Republic because I tasted it. Tell the difference between uh, Republic and Springfield. It. I love it. This has been a message brought to you by uh, Testers Union. By the Watermakers of America. Watermakers of America. Yeah. Are you sponsored by Ozarka Water? No. no, I don't have a sponsor yet. I'm open. Is it te- I think that's from Texas. I think Ozarka, Texas. Here, I'll, from, I'll find out. Let me y- find out. Tell me. I, I didn't look at the label, folks. Mm. No, no, that's out of a garden hose in Hoboken, <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I don't care what it says on the label. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad that we don't all have these powers. Yeah, well, you know, you don't know what you're missing. I'm a little jealous of this. Guys, welcome to Horror Movie Podcast. There you go. Um, We've had a great discussion about what some people will view as a hindrance, but one man has turned this hindrance. You take your weaknesses, you turn them into strengths. And then you take your strengths and you turn it up to 11. Yeah. That's what this country is all about. Super taster. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Coming to a theater near I you. I think I should run for president, personally. I would vote for you. The, uh, I, was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about leading in today with me saying, hey, Aaron, welcome to – we're doing a p- whole political show today. Yeah. And we're just going to talk about politics. Yeah, yeah. And then your face would be like, Make Please. America tasty again. Yes, make it a tasty yeah. again. Yeah, I think so. Uh, bring back uh, – I'm not sure. You know what promise. we do with our enemies? We lick them. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Folks, welcome our guest today on the Horror Movie Podcast, Aaron Dicer. Aaron, uh, we've already been talking, but welcome. Thank you. Um, Glad to be here. I, I wanted to say this. Uh, you, to us, because we are, we're just humble podcast you know, hobbyists. Uh-huh. You're a professional. <laughs> what makes me a professional? I, I, I've seen you on TV. Oh, that's true. I have been on television. Um, I, my, my wife couldn't believe... <laughs> that I, I think oh, she couldn't believe that I could find your email. I think she thought you. He has be, a public email. He's what? what? He's being harassed all the time. Don't tell me he's human. Nope, I'm a mutant. He it, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm an anti-tasteite, so I'm sorry. Oh, hey, that's all right. I'm sorry about this. I, I okay. didn't. I didn't realize that you were one of those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one of those people. One of those people. Uh-huh. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some connection things that people can contact you at. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Maybe interact with you. Sure. And tell us about your podcast. And yeah, just yeah. tell us about just in general. Okay. Because you're a very um, interesting person. I, beyond the I tasting. Love beyond the tasting. Yeah, go. That's the, that'll be the name of my autobiography. Beyond the tasting. 
Uh, I love movies. I love pop culture. It is one of the reasons I do what I do. Uh, I also like hearing the sound of my own voice. That's another reason I do what I do. Amen. Uh, So I've done radio, still do radio, podcasting, uh, movie reviews. Um, Let's we'll go in order. Radio. uh, I do a a syndicated radio show that's on um, about seventy signals across the United States and Canada. Uh, So I guess you call that internationally syndicated. You are. Uh, international superstar and uh we have a fun time doing that uh it's basically a morning show some stations air it in the evening there's some that air it on the weekends that kind of thing uh you can find information on all that at aaronanddenae.com okay. Danae's my co-host awesome. uh then the podcasting thing we also do my co-host Danae and i do three live podcasts a week so on tuesday wednesday and friday at noon uh, people log in and listen to us record our podcast live. So like what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. we would have like a chat with people in listening live. They'd gotcha. be able to comment on stuff. Right. Uh, and then we also upload it as a podcast. Okay. Um, best way to find those is to search for Aaron and Danae in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you do podcasts because we're the author of all three of those. Okay. Um, but I can tell you their names. Uh, on Tuesday, it's Shoe the Dough, okay. which is Spoonerism for Do the Show. Okay. So, and that's just kind of personality driven. We play games, have fun, do different mm-hmm. things. Um, uh, music podcast on Wednesday is called New Music Digest, and we listen live to four new albums that have come out that week. And Any specific genre or all genres? All the genres, uh, whatever kind of piques our interest, uh, and have a good time doing that. And then we listen to bits of the first three songs for the first time. So, we've never heard of them before. Okay. We listen to them live with the audience together and kind of talk about how we're feeling about them. Kind of how you would listen to music with a friend. How long of a sampling of, of each song? We talk over the song. Okay. So it usually plays for maybe a minute, minute and a half. Uh, and then when we're done, we have the audience as well as us vote on which of the albums of the four albums we want to hear the, okay. a little bit of the fourth song from. Right. So and it's not necessarily the best, but it's the one that we're most interested to hear. What's that fourth song going to be kind of thing. Cool. Uh, so that's on Wednesdays. And then Friday, we do our pop culture podcast. It's called Sift Pop, S I F T P O P. And we take a look at whatever the movie is, the probably the biggest movie that's coming out that, that weekend. So, like this last, uh, this last week, we did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. Um, and then we also take a look did at. Did you some, get a screener on that? No. I, I can talk about the screeners I get I here want in you a to second. I can talk about that because okay. that, yeah, that, yeah, that, I can. People, will, people will think that's interesting. Okay. But. And then we talk about another piece of pop culture. And we also have Buried Treasure, which is something in pop culture that we want people to know about. Uh, know about all those happen at noon central time uh live but then of course you can find them in the podcast as well and they're all about an hour long forever yes the long tail as the marketers say yes uh so then the third part of what i do is specifically my movie reviews Uh, i have a youtube channel where you can subscribe i do um whatever movies come out uh i review them all i'm only doing two currently with full produced reviews i do um Five things you might want to know about uh, yeah. such and such yeah. a movie. And those, those, those are my, my movie reviews right now. Thank you. I thought – here's what I thought. I, when I got a hold of you for you to come on here, yeah. and then I, I, I knew about you again through KY3. You know, yeah, yeah. I, guess I knew you through the wind at yeah. 88.3 when you were there. And I knew you were on YouTube, but your uh, movie reviews, like your editing looks fabulous. Oh, thank you. And I don't know what program you're using. I just use Premiere. I'm I an spend idiot. a lot of time self teaching. Phil would, you know, <laughs> Phil or Jared, the other guy that helps out. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it, they look great. I use a little bit of After Effects, just a little bit, because that is a that is a deep and dark hole to go in that program. There's you can do anything in that program. Yeah. Uh, but mostly I just use Premiere, and it's pretty 
it's pretty basic stuff. I learned a lot about lighting. Lighting is so important when you're shooting video. Yeah. You don't realize, even just for something basic well, like that to... A face like mine, uh, <laughs> you, you have to have lots of lighting, so... Well, maybe, I mean, for what you're saying, I disagree, but from what you're saying, maybe you, you want less lighting, you know, with, it, with a, a cloak, face like you're describing. If you could just put a cloak I, I'm on me... Just for the record, I, can... I disagree. I think oh, you're thanks. a beautiful man, thanks. but... Thanks, uh, thanks. Uh, so that is Thanks. that is the other part of the the movie reviews. Uh, like you said, I do review on television as well, yeah. and because of that, I'm an official member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association, That's awesome. uh, which is a couple hundred film critics from across the nation mm-hmm. that do the Critics Choice Awards. Okay. So every year we nominate and vote, and then I go out to Los Angeles in January every year to be at the awards. Awesome, and, and it's a lot of fun. Take a lot of selfies with a lot of famous people, and you know, pretend like I know them as like best friends. But I did have a great conversation with J.J. Abrams this year. Really, really? like really, like honestly, you only get like you know thirty, sixty seconds with these guys. But it was impactful. It was because you know he he's so. Humble. He was the only one. I went up to him and I, I interviewed. You know, he's the only one. Well, he well he's the only one that he did this. He seemed engaging. He's, at least he's, he's the only one that did. Actually, they're all really nice. I've had zero bad experiences. They should not. With I, celebrities. They should be nice. Uh, I went up, I went up to J.J. Abrams and shook his hand and said, "I'm I'm a fan of basically everything you've done. Mm-hmm. You've informed my you know pop culture life." And he said, "Hi, I'm J.J." I was oh, like, "Oh, that's great. Isn't that cool?" I was yeah. like. Yeah, I, I know. Well, I, <laughs> like, I understand that. I know who you are. Yeah. Uh, but he was just, you know, so down to earth to, like, just want to make sure, you know, yeah. I introduced myself. And then we talked about, you know, Star Wars and, right. you know, getting that gig. And it Felicity? Was just, Did you talk about Felicity? And then we didn't talk about Felicity. Oh, okay, well. No. There was just, there's, you know, there were so many other things on the list before I got to no, Felicity well, I for me. I, I mean, know. you Maybe. got lost in there, you okay, know, all that kind too. of stuff. Yeah, so, uh, so, yes, so I get to do that every January, and it's a lot of fun. But if you want to check out the movie stuff, again, my name's probably the best way to find what I do. Right. Uh, I, another interesting thing, my last name, Dicer, D-I-C-E-R. I think it's just my family. I love like, it. I honestly, we can't too? find any other Dicers. So Aaron Dicer, Dude, it's only me. The, the only results you're going to find are me. And it's a um, – that that name, it sticks out. So you already have a Hollywood-type name. Oh, thanks. So you're – I mean, you're – and it's a Dicer name, so you're cutting through things. That's right. Yeah, you could. It could be a wrestling name. It could be. You could be the Dicer. Well, I just want it to be made known. I'm doing my part to keep the name going. I have four boys. All right. Congratulations. So you know, we're gonna keep that Dicer name alive. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, so. that's good stuff. Um, uh, I'm just really glad that you. Uh, listen, I love to come on. Here. I love talking movies, especially wonderful okay. movies like we're going to talk about today. You know, I I am a huge. <laughs> Nick Cage fan, and I think for all the wrong reasons. Sure. Because uh, he is sort of like, okay, how, as Samuel L. Jackson can be, where he'll just do seemingly any movie sometimes, uh-huh. but Samuel does some, I feel like Samuel L. Jackson is almost a can't miss at this point, and that'll, that'll fade out at some point. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nick Cage, he does not care. Is it a script? He will do it. <laughs> Uh, is there action adventure to be had? Wait, do I say words in this? All it's, right, I'm in. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, but today's movie, um, today's movie is a American classic uh, by the name of Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, we were talking about what movie to do, and you basically said no horror. Anything, man. No, yes. but no horror. You yeah, no, no horror. horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I picked a movie called Season of the Witch. And then uh-huh. you start watching it, and it was kind of like, 
Well, there's quite a quite a bit of gore in this, and there's uh, demons. PG thirteen no, gore. Uh, no spoiler alert there, but there, yeah. there might be some demons. Wait, are here. we not allowed to spoil here? Uh, that's a good thing to tell me. No, it's okay. Okay, it's okay. all right. Sure. And again, if you haven't seen, folks, if you at home, if you haven't seen I hate Season to spoil Witch, Season of the Witch for you <laughs> in like 2011. So if you haven't seen it by now, you you didn't really plan Listen, on watching the it anyway. movie. Does a good enough job of spoiling itself. It it's doesn't, a spoiled, doesn't need us nasty to spoil it. Mess, like mm-hmm. a Black Plague spoiled uh-huh, level. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to do uh, something that we normally do at this time. Sure. Uh, let's go over some details. Uh, here's, here's, sure. some, here's some deets on the, on the movie. Uh, the movie Season of the Witch is directed by Dominic Cena. John Cena's older brother. It's uh, Cena, old, so Cena's uh-huh. older brother. And then I read... I made that up, by I read way. where... I, I wish it were John uh-huh. Cena's older yeah, brother. Yeah. Uh, actually, this movie could have easily been, been, been done by John Cena. Yeah, I think that would have been wonderful. It would have been better. In the uh, Ron Perlman role or I, in the I, Nick Cage role? I'll take in the witch <laughs> role. It'd yeah. been funny. Um, yes, the girl. Brett Ratner. John Cena as the girl. As the girl, because that's how they... That is the her whole name. Movie. Yeah, that is her, her title in the movie. Um, Brett Ratner. Ratner, am I saying that right? Ratner. Ratner. Mm-hmm. He did a bunch of reshoots on this movie. Which did then, he really? Which then says Dominic Cena mm-hmm. uh, was just crappy, apparently. Um well, Ratner is not, I mean, he's, he's not, not good. looked to as the greatest director ever, that's no, for sure. A lot of misses. Mm-hmm. A lot of misses. Uh, written by, this guy's name is Braggy F. Shoot. <laughs> B-R-A-G-I, the letter F, and then uh, S-C-U-T. S-C-H-U-T, sorry. Braggy. I was afraid of spelling uh-huh. something else. Um, Braggy. Yeah. Um, produced by Alex Gartner and Charles Rowan. Release date was January 4th, 2011. That was the New York premiere. I was going to say, if they if this was a 4th of July movie, like there must no, have been January. a... Oh, January. Not I thought June. you said July. Well, no, I've done it before. I okay, probably okay. did. No, no, no. That's fine. I do I that about every you. week where I say <laughs> it was August, and then someone, then the guest says, it's October, right? <laughs> Oh, I mean, I meant. This oh, I meant makes that. so much more sense as a January movie than a July movie because in my brain. The, that's <laughs> yeah, the, like, that's the, you know, we're not sure. Just dump it. It's yeah, just, just like dump, dump time. Yeah, here's, yeah. here's all the scripts. Um, January 7th, worldwide. Uh, $40 million budget. $90 million, 91.6 yeah. uh, million, sorry, uh, gross box office. Okay. I want you to help me out here. Uh-huh. I, I do this on every episode. But I think you have the in. You have the Hollywood in. The inside knowledge. The budget was forty million. Uh huh. It gross box office made ninety one million. Are they making money on this movie? Is it? Oh, their accounts will say they lost you know two hundred million dollars. They'll find a way. Credits, yeah, yeah. Things find, like that. Yeah, right? they'll find a way to say they lost money on this movie uh, for tax purposes or, or whatever the case may be. However, uh, they they probably. They probably made a little bit of money on that technically. Okay. Right. So if they if the budget was forty one million and that's about what they spent and it had ninety one gross, then yeah, they're they're more than breaking even on that. So is Hollywood are they basically just writing things off left and right? Is that yeah. how it works? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they find that's one of the big jokes in Hollywood. And my understanding, I, I really don't actually have the inside. So I mean, much closer I live, than we've I ever live been, in the heart so. of the Ozarks just like you do. I don't live in LA. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's that's the joke is that I hear that every movie is a loss. Every single movie that's made in Hollywood loses money according to the marketers. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Uh, starring Nicholas Coppola Cage. Yes. Um, Ron Perlman, Hellboy. That's right. And from Sons of Anarchy as well. And when you say Hellboy, you don't mean he played Hellboy. I think he actually is Hellboy. Like he was made for that role. His face. He is so he, good in the Hellboy movies, and he's he, actually those movies are really good. I agree. Yeah, they're really, I agree. really good. Um, 
Christopher Lee is in a starring role, I'm using air quotes, but he's literally in this movie for t- a minute and a half. Yeah. If and he, he's got boobos. I was going to say, pus bu- I was going to say, when you, all over when him. you just say, when you just said Christopher Lee, I went, what? No, that's him in the bed <laughs> telling, tasking them with their. That was with, Christopher Lee? That was him. Wow. I, I mean, unbelievable. I, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then uh, Claire Foy plays. The girl. The girl. The girl. She's in Little Dorrit. So, I mean, she's got acting She was in chopped. what? Little Dorrit is a... Little uh, Dorrit. Is a British awesome movie. Okay. Not really. Okay. It's along the same lines of Jane Austen movies, basically. It might be a Jane Austen book. <laughs> uh, my wife at home... At home? I'm assuming she's at home. <laughs> around, the old, around the old transistor radio. She's at home. All right. So, anyway, now we're going to do uh, a segment, because we have segments on good, this podcast. Good. Uh, called 30 Second Synopsis. 30 Second Synopsis, okay. And you're going to go through this movie. 30 Second Synopsis. I'm going to do this? I feel like I should have been prepared for this. You have 30 seconds. All right. You ready? Mm -hmm. Can you do it? No. (laughs) I can't do the whole thing. You want me to do it? Uh, I've never done it. And you're such a big guest to to me uh that I will do it for you if you want me to do it. Really? You've never done it? Oh, wait. You've never personally done it. You've always made the guest do it. The guest always has to do it. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. So 30 30 seconds. You have 30 seconds. To do the entire synopsis of this movie. And if not, Phil, producer Phil, gets to hit you in the face. Oh, okay. All right. Phil? How do I know where my 30 seconds are? I'm going to Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Iron Man watch. So, so the whole thing. Just quickly. Just all right. Real I'll quick. try. I'll try. Thirty seconds uh-huh. and go. Couple of guys. Uh, they're hired to be a part of I don't know some sort of Christian crusade, and they fight all these battles. And then all of a sudden, they're like, you know what? I'm really tired of like raping and pillaging, and it seems really bad to kill these women and children. So let's go do something else. So then they go back, and they're trying to do something else. But whoa, wait a second. There's this witch that survived a hanging, apparently, and ten, she's in this seconds. town. Oh, 10 seconds left. Quickly, quickly. So they take the witch, and they travel, and people die, and they get to this this church, and there's this book, and the witch wants the book to go away, but they say, no, this book's not going to go away, and they keep the witch from making the book go away. Holy Lord. That's... You're unbelievable. Thanks. Uh, hey, Thanks. I, I'm quitting, I, and uh, Aaron Dicer <laughs> is now the new host of the Horror Movie Podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast today, guys. And, uh, uh, my guest today I'm is Jack. Uh, is Jack. Jack. Hi, Jack's going to be with us all hour. We're going to be talking Season hey. of the Witch. Hey, guys. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's unbelievable. Gosh, you're so good. I feel bad because technically I, for, I forgot the big plot twist, which is it's not a witch. It's a demon. So I should have mentioned that no in there. Cares. I feel like I should no, get hit in no, the face. I got a feeling no one's going to care about that part. <laughs> I have a feeling. Okay, so now we're going to go back through it. I, you've already you've spoiled it for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Good. Because, again, good. this movie is impossible to be spoiled. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a lot of, I don't know, drack, basically, the whole movie. I just feel like yeah. that's the only descriptive word that I can – Trope and drop. You know what it is for me? I, I think, and I don't mean to like go into things too early. Feel free. There's no connection in this movie. Like, Ever. there's nothing Ever. for me to get involved in emotionally, mentally. Like, there's no backstory for anyone. Nobody has backstory in this movie. Like, <laughs> why do I care about this girl? Like, who doesn't even have a name? And he kept going back and, to that too. Like, like we got to save this girl. Why? I, I mean, mean the I, only backstory but the only backstory we're given is what we're shown from our two main characters having been in the Crusades. And they're right? the atrocities of the Crusades. Yeah. They just and, couldn't do them anymore. Yeah. And but thankfully all of them were labeled with year and place. Yes. It was very important. Fourteenth uh, 13th century, fourteenth century. So yeah, so there's just nothing to hold on to. Nothing to grab onto in this bad movie. Bad to the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, bad to the bone. We start in Valach, thirteenth century. Mm-hmm. 
three women are hung for being witches. Yes. Uh, one comes back from the river, and she is back with a vengeance, kills the priest that read her her last rites. Mm-hmm. Segway to the 14th century, as Aaron was saying. I wrote this down, the Teutonic Knights. I have no clue what those are, but it talked about, they call them the Teutonic Knights. Yeah. They're Sounds like the there's cruise. an earthquake coming or something. They're, yeah, they're yeah. all Teutonic Knights. <laughs> my, rap, my, rap, uh, my rap group. Um, uh-huh. I'm only going to say these people's names probably once. Nick Cage, his name in the movie is Beeman von Blebrook. I love the way you pronounce that. Blebrook. 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 And then uh, Felsen is played by Ron uh, Hellboy Person. Good old Beeman and Felsen. Who's Person? Yeah, they're a comedy group. Hopefully they're all Persons. Beeman and Felsen. Yeah. Um, Hilarious. Medieval comedy. They're great. (laughs) Yeah, it's a buddy comedy, right? It, if it's anything, it's a buddy comedy. It's a, but they're the Laurel and Hardy of the Teutonic Knights. Just hilarious, everything uh-huh. they do. Yeah. So funny, in fact, that they participate in this massacre of these people. Yeah. And then a couple for years on end. For years. Yeah, yeah. They're the best. They're the best. They're the, they're the top of the line. Yeah. They're the tango and cash of their specific. That's right. Group. Yeah, it's Jordan and Pippin, man. They're unbelievable, yeah. unstoppable. Yeah. But yet, they've got a, they've got a little soul to them. Yeah. And when their general slash knight slash whatever he was uh-huh. told them that we're going to kill the rest of these people, I guess yeah, yeah. we got to keep going. You know what? We're taking our we're taking our, our uh, <laughs> we're taking our mace uh-huh. and we're going home. Yeah. What uh, was it about? What was it about? Because certainly they had killed women and children before. Like you don't you don't participate you know in the crusades. The, yeah. I, and they like, started. He, this guy started telling them that you know God wants you to keep on and i don't so it was the god thing you think it was the god thing i guess it just snapped like we were fine killing when we thought it was just you why you gotta put this on god but even then yeah this is the same the same mantra everywhere they've went they've had enough they're done it's like me with taco bell every once in a while it's just had enough it's time to do something else um anything steak related at taco bell no thank you yeah stay away from that steak you tried the chalupa uh, the cheese in the shell thing? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, good. it's really good. But well this, done. And I'm telling you, that steak meat, is, folks, is not steak. There's no yeah, way yeah. that's a, a cow. <laughs> There's no way. It makes yeah. my stomach just like feel horrible. Yeah. I'm not going to go into detail. No, no, no. That's okay. It just makes me feel really bad, like, yeah. like depression level stuff. Yeah. You want me to save you some money real quick? If you order with the mobile app, there's 25% off all month long. Are you serious? 25%. That's a decent little that? deal. Yeah. So, uh, Domino's in the area here, folks. From today until like the twenty fourth, I don't know why I'm even talking about this. We just became, and, this is even, and I think this will be even aired later than this. I don't know why local, those local radio stations so, that are all like marketing things. Is like, come on down to Domino's, way, guys. Domino's. Just so we're making clear, the, it great. The Talk about mobile hot. thing is is you know that's nationwide. That's real. So yeah, yeah, everybody can yeah. do that. Yeah, you should do that, folks. <laughs> uh, thanks to Revolver Podcast for sponsoring Taco Bell. I think the Teutonic Knights are actually sponsoring it. They are uh, Teutonic Knights. Uh, <laughs> What? Sorry, I can't even gather myself here now. Okay, they're heading home. Yeah. They're out. We're out of here. Yeah, we're gone. Mic drop, they're out of here. And uh, along the way, they find a couple living in this shack. Yeah. They go knock on the door. I'm not sure what. A hot meal, some combos or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. And uh, Just they, a friendly smile. They find the, t- the couple laying in bed, holding each other. But they are covered in black, I don't know. Stuff. Stuff. Crud. And we think they're dead. But are they dead? <laughs> oh, dead. no. Oh, no, they're this, not dead. This movie did that a few times. Nobody where, in this movie is dead. Where the, w- the wife goes, 
<laughs> yeah. Like one like one last one last breath. <laughs> and so anyway, they burn they burn it. Yeah. They don't know what it is. By the way, that's what you do. You find diseased people, you get away and you burn them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to. During yeah, especially during that era. You have to. Yeah, I remember growing up in the 14th century. You know, it was you burned people when you had to. <laughs> in Illinois. <laughs> that's right. Um so they they actually said they don't know what what what, what was wrong with them. Mm-hmm. So this is the first they've seen of the plague. Yeah. Um they then wander they come to a crest on a hill and they look down and it's some town that Ron Perlman knows. Well, they're going to know who we are if we go in there. Nicholas Cage covers his face up, puts a cloak on, uh, goes through town. Ron Perlman just puts his hood up, and they're about ready to get out of town. They're about ready to get out of town when the uh, there's a this kid that's basically their horse attendant person. And I thought this was funny. I I wrote it down. I I called him the, the uh, valet attendant kid. Uh-huh. He's like the valet parking kid. Yeah, yeah. And he turns around to grab their bags that have their swords in it, uh-huh. and he spills their swords, and the guy sees the crest of his sword on, on, on the handle of his sword. And then they take him to Cardinal D'Ambrose, who's played by? I have no idea. Christopher Lee. No. No, it's that wasn't Chris, that couldn't have been Christopher that Lee. That was Christopher Lee. No. And he's like, what's your name? And he's like, I was just diseased up. I think Christopher Lee... Was like, I will do this movie if you allow me to play a Black Plague victim. Yeah. And they yeah. did. As long as I can look like Darth Vader without the mask, and they I'll did be good it. to go. And it was great. And right. uh, he tasks them. He, they've never met him before. And they've just quit. <laughs> they've just quit their yeah. raping and pillaging yeah. in Let's the name of the Lord. Let's talk about lack of motivation. Yeah. And now they're going to this Cardinal D'Ambros guy, and he's tasked them with taking a witch to a... a Elite group of monks, if you mm-hmm. will, yeah. to this Abbey, Abbey Severax, because mm-hmm. they're going to be able to determine if she really is a witch. Will yeah. she float? Is she small right. pebbles? Right, right. You know, the, are the Knights of yeah. Knee going to be there? Yeah. You know, the whole Monty Python shtick. Okay. Uh-huh. So um, they just gladly just do this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where the motivation is. That's a, that's another huge thing for me is plot motivation, and there's there's without the backstory, without the emotional connection, how are we supposed to understand why they are going through all this? You know, the other thing is they meet somebody in the stocks there. I don't know if you're you're getting to this. Oh yeah, this Hagemar. Part. He- Hagemar. Hagemar. The uh, swindler. Okay, and I I thought his name was Hagelmore. I don't know why, but it seemed right. You know, he's a swindler, Hagelmore. Yes. I don't yeah. know. Hagel, ooh, Hagelmore. Yeah, but yeah. but they let him out, and he he has some sort of wisecrack. I'm like, oh, good. At least we'll have some like comic, right, you know, sidekick relief. He's supposed to be the co- I'm, I'm comic like, relief. Sweet, you know. If I'm gonna have to, you know, bear with this dragging of this witch across whatever, at least I've got this guy that's gonna be cracking jokes. He didn't even show up again in the movie till he died. It and, didn't even feel like he, it was and like later in the movie. Again, not to give anything away, but. Uh, he Hagamore, I put that down too. He is the apparent comic relief, but he's not. John Favre early in his career would have played this character. Okay, um, who's the guy on um, A Knight's Tale? Who's the uh, bigger friend guy on Knight's Tale? I don't know. You remember this movie? No. I, oh, I do. I remember the crowd singing "We Will Rock You." Yes, in the hilarious. Of the- but it's it's always that it's a little more robust individual, and he's going to be you know making jo- and he didn't. He didn't do anything funny. No. In fact, he only foreshadowed his own death like this was some high school like slasher movie. Like later in the movie, I'll get to well, that. Well, and, and we don't – in again, we go through death after death after death that I'm sure you're getting to. And we, we don't, don't care. care about any of we these We don't people. care. Why? Like it's just like <laughs> – it's like – 
I, I don't know what the impact is supposed to be on me other than I'm just waiting for something to happen that I care about. And nothing, <laughs> nothing happened. ever Not does. to give it away, folks. Don't, don't stop listening just based on this because I know you <laughs> really wanted to have a beat by beat on uh, uh-huh. Season of the Witch here. But um, we're going to be escorted on this journey, on this magical journey to take the ring back to Mount mm-hmm. Doom. Yeah. I mean, to take this witch... To uh, the Abbey of Severax, we were, we're, we were escorted by uh, the Knight Eckert, Aaron Eckert's mm-hmm. uh, great-grandfather. Yes, of course. Eckert. And then uh, Doublezack, the, the Ballzack. The, the Ballzack? <laughs> double double <laughs> dribble. Um, I'm going to have to say this right. Uh-huh. I think it's the Ballzack. Okay. Not Doublezack? Doublezack? Zack Zack? I'm going Zach. Let's Zach, go Devil Zach. Let's just call it Zach Zach. De- that saves Zach. us time. Zach Zach. Um, he was the priest. He seems sneaky. I yeah, bet yeah. that. He seems sneaky. Uh-huh. Then we meet Hagamore. He's in the stocks. Yeah. He makes some wisecracks about uh, swindling. Not a swindler. I trade goods. Yeah, I Hagamore. So he's going to be the hilarious one. We're mm-hmm. going to have an honorable knight. We're going to have a priest. Uh, we're putting the team together. This is the team. Yeah. Any other movie we're would going really on a road play, trip. We'd really play that up. We're putting them together. But we don't really. Oh, we, the chemistry. Then we meet it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, we meet the witch. Uh, they claim the city or the city of whatever city uh-huh. of Compton. This is the same witch that survived at the beginning, right? You're maybe allowed to believe this. I think this is this is another they, thing. I, they don't tie it in. They don't. They don't make that Ever. clear if it is. But I think it's supposed to be the same witch. And she's the one. They're they're assuming that she caused all this plague. Mm-hmm. She's they're assuming this correctly, uh, mind you. They're they did assume correctly. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they were right about that. They were right. Um, Christopher Lee was right about that. That's right. Never doubt Christopher Lee. Never, ever. Yeah. Unless it's Lord of the Rings and you want to doubt him because he's evil in that one. Um, Alter Boy follows them, and that's all his name was. I don't even know what his <laughs> name was. I'm going to continue to call him Alter Boy throughout Alter this. Alter Boy. Alter Boy. That's I what just it, remember when he's having his moment where they're uh, like anointing him like uh, to be part of something. Uh, a, I didn't even know he existed at that point. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess he's been tagging along. And B... <laughs> What are they anointing him to, and why do I care about and that? And why does he like, care? And really? why, yeah, like what? I was like, do you, you just got called up to the big leagues, but I don't understand what the big leagues are. This really isn't the big leagues. Yeah. No one's even going to know about this. Yeah. Um, so, but you can read Latin, so that's good. Ron Perlman, big time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Latin in this one too. I mm-hmm. learned Latin because of this yeah. movie. Um, the ending is like 25 minutes of Latin. I know. So, um, the altar boy follows them out, and Ron Perlman is on on point. He's like, we're being followed. Yeah. Uh, and so he. Cuts him off, and then he challenges him not to a duel, but to show him who's boss. And Ron Perlman, who's supposed to be this trained knight, doesn't just bash him in. The altar boy kind of holds his own a little bit. Yeah. So Nick Cage, being astute of a, a very astute uh, talent scout, mm-hmm. knows we've got to get altar boy on our team. Yeah. Uh, and again, he sort of disappears till the very end. That was where Jordan found Kukoc. He's kind of a Kukoc type yeah, character. Yeah. Uh, a young Croatian. Yeah. He's a young Croatian. There you go. It all um, works. Not left-handed, I don't think, though. And he's not 6'11 or 6'10 or whatever. Yeah, that's true. There's a Maybe bit of like a height Maybe like a BJ Armstrong. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see what else. And he's babyface, so that would make sense. Mm-hmm. BJ Armstrong yeah. with babyface. Um, they uh, have their little fight. You know what? You can stay, kid. You're, you're, you're all okay. right in you're our book. You're all right in our book. Yeah. They camp out because it's uh, they camp out and the witch uh, escapes during the night. 
to a small village. This part got a little wonky because it's the first time you see the witch's powers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Alter Boy and Ecker are just randomly walking around this, I'm assuming on some soundstage mm-hmm. set that they've created with the fog machine. And Eckert thinks he's seeing his daughter, who his daughter died, I think. Yeah, yeah. They don't really paint that out great. No, why get in the backstory? Why make us care about the person? And, and I don't so know why that would he's, be. Oh, whatever. He's saying her name over and over. What's go- Where are you? And then idiot Alter Boy is walking toward him <laughs> with his sword directly pointed straight yes. out at him. Yeah. Yeah, this is, sword, this is sword carrying 101, you know? Pretty stupid. Yeah. Make sure the safety is on that sword, yeah, yeah. okay? Absolutely. Um, and so Eckert, can't, he's dazed out by I'm a Juju, Mama Juju witchcraft magic uh-huh. and gets stabbed right in the, in the gut, yeah. chest, gut area. The innards. The innards. Yeah. He's dead. Uh, Alter Boy's like, he, he just kept walking toward me. I didn't know. He wouldn't move. <laughs> well, you didn't move your sword. What? Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, that's totally his fault, man. Man, that is, it's so bad. It's not on you. Don't worry about it, Alter Boy. You could, there's nothing you could have done about that. No. Not a thing. You know, you don't feel bad about this. Yeah. There's nothing. Guy walks through your sword. That's on him. That is on him. <laughs> Swords kill people. Yeah. Um, so, um, the witch, and I said, put this in, in my little notes here, witch, and, witch equals bad actress, because every time she's having to say anything, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's just like trying to... I mean, you can't get any... It's just bad yeah, dialogue. Yeah. Ultra Boy, equally as bad. And he's old enough to not be a kid actor. Right? Yeah. Kid actors in general. And I just don't... I, I don't like kid maybe, actors. Maybe it's just that but, everybody was bad. I didn't remember thinking anybody was awful, but maybe everybody was awful. I think so, too. You maybe ex- that's what it was. I don't expect much out of Cage, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever. But I still like seeing him in things. Yeah. We almost had... I almost had us do uh, the Nicolas Cage Left Behind movie on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. And then I thought, ah, let's don't do that. Let's do this movie. <laughs> Even better. All right. So, uh, the double Zach. Zach, Zach. Zach, Zach. Uh, the priest. Uh, he does Eckert's funeral. It's mm-hmm. great. Uh, Tear in Heaven by Eric Clapton plays in the background. Nice. Um, we come to a bridge next part. Did you know Ooh. my name? The ball's act. <laughs> Double, double Zach. Zach, Zach. Zach, Zach. Uh, all right. So, so they come to a bridge that Hagamar, who's... Oh, the reason they brought Hagamar along, because he claimed he knew the way to the Abbey. And I guess he essentially does know the way yeah. to the Abbey. But... It, um, they bring him along, and they're like, I thought you'd say this was a bridge here. And it is a bridge. It's just a really rustic old bridge now. Mm-hmm. Very old bridge. Yeah. Uh, and this is a big, uh, I, I put a big Oregon Trail portion of the movie where you've got to ford the, ford the, wa- the mm-hmm. wagons to ford the wagons yeah, yeah, to yeah. get across the creek. Uh, and Sarah dies of, you know. Dysentery. Yeah, red, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah scarlet fever yeah, or yeah. dysentery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they barely get across. And it's just this epic pile of goo. The whole scene is like pushing and shoving and yeah, anticlimactic. They're, they're trying to get across the bridge, and they do. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a big – I think maybe the entire, the entire scene was meant to be a psychological thing for Nick Cage because the witch keeps trying to tell him – It'll weigh less. This wagon will weigh less if I'm not in it. You should yeah. let me out of it. Yeah. And he holds true to his right. Nick Cage ways and uh, doesn't let him out. Right. 
And it uh, proves the correct decision. Yes, it is correct. Um, she does um, show some strength here, the witch does. First real showing of her crazy demonic strength. Mm -hmm. The boy, altar boy, if you will, uh, falls off of the side of the suspension bridge, and she reaches down with one hand. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't even yank. Hulk, Hulk style. She just picks him up yeah, yeah. by the arm. They, they don't really go on past that, but she has like a sinister look on her face. Mm -hmm. But she did save him, which yeah. isn't very sinister. Um, and that would be her undoing. That was her undoing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Cena knew what he was doing when he directed this scene after all. Yeah, don't give him more credit. Oh, Sene. I'm, sure, I'm sure it's Sene. Uh, yes, Sene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the name photographer. Um, so the witch, uh, picks up the altar boy with, with, with one arm. Uh, there's just a lot of attempted character building in this. Yeah. That's goes nowhere. That's just not much at all. Yeah, they have these little side conversations about their journey or about maybe a past thing here, but it's so not interesting that you just kind of fall asleep and no in every in every five to ten minutes somebody dies and you go wait who are they again yes. and why did i care and yes. it's just like and it's i think it's supposed to be building you to like oh we gotta get this witch because people keep dying and i it's know like i just want to get to the end yes exactly yeah. hegemar uh says he wants to kill the witch mm -hmm. he did say this and he's like no one will ever know we'll just kill her the witch hears this yeah and then and she says i'm not a witch i'm your wife no, is that not? Am I am I crossing my wrong. movies? That's wrong. Oh, wrong movie. Man, um, they're forced to camp because it gets dark mysteriously, and then these mega super wolves attack them. Okay, tell me about the super wolves because they looked like wolves to me. They're and then their faces kind of tightened up. That's it. That's, and that's really it, right. It. That makes them super wolves. Witches. The they wi growl I think, fancy. I think the witch. That's what I, makes I them the super witch, wolves. I think the witch. Enchanted them to have smiles on their faces before yes. they kill their victims. The smiling wolves. Of so basically, the witch's power is wolf Botox. Oh yes, is, is basically what's very, going on. Very, that's such very true. Actually, wow, it's nice. Yeah, it's good. Like Kenny Rogers they didn't, level. They didn't have the money Botox. for effects, for visual effects to make the wolves actually, you know, turn into anything. Why didn't they just make a big CGI wolf that turned into something? Right. I don't know. Mega mega jaw. No, mega they just bite. growl better. They were pretty bad at that mm -hmm. too. Um... The wolves eat Hagamar, mm -hmm. and we're meant to and really care. And he will haggle no more. He will haggle, haggle no more. Yes. And we're, left, again, meant to care. Next scene is Cage uh, in the, uh, uh, on, on the wagon. He stops the wagon and then goes to shoot with a crossbow, the witch. Uh -huh. And then uh, Devil's Act makes a, a very impassioned speech. Damon, what are you doing? He's doing what comes naturally, killing the innocent. You cannot do this! Step aside. Two lives have already been lost. No one grieves for that more than I. Then step aside, or this arrow will be yours. If we falter now, those lives will have been lost in vain. Or will not be lost. Four lives will be spared. And what are four lives compared with the thousands more that will be lost if this plague is not ended? I know there may be no room in your heart for God, Bayman, but in my heart, I know he would not abandon us. In God's name. No man has spilt more blood in God's name than I. A benevolent God will not ask such things of men! But if you kill her, you will not have God to blame. Only yourself. Zack Zack to the rescue. Zack Zack makes a beautiful speech with a slight rebuttal from uh, Cage as well. Mm -hmm. um, next, we have... Uh, the interesting part about that mm -hmm. is then that Ron Perlman's character 
steps into like you know it's supposed to be this thing where he would have shot the priest but now it's his buddy so now he's got to take it more seriously it's weird yeah well ron perlman's the voice of reason Mm -hmm. so uh in most things that he does Mm -hmm. uh they arrive at the abbey no one comes to the door altar boy hops the fence lets them in the monks have have had the plague uh and they're all dead yeah except for one of them who is able to talk enough at the uh-huh. end to say he make he points to the table, and I thought this is this is probably my favorite thing in the entire movie <laughs> because Nick Cage can do nothing without some sort of an ancient text yeah. or some yeah. something he's found, uh, and they find what you're hoping is the Declaration of Independence. Okay, it's the key of Solomon. Nice. He finds the key of Solomon. Um, it has and and like any good Hollywood movie, the, Zach Zach. I'm, mm-hmm. you got nice, me on thank one. you, Zach Zach. Thank you, Zach Zach the priest. I know it would stick. Zach, I, I like it better than saying the ball Zach over yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah. Devil Zach. It's uh-huh. so horrible. Cage. Yeah. Why'd you name yeah. him that? Zach Zach the priest mm-hmm. uh, says oh, it's the key of Solomon. It's got all the rituals and incantations, prayers, and I put all all the Jedi mind tricks that <laughs> yeah. have been used throughout history. It's like. This Thanks for all that information. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. So dumb. It'll tell us how to stop this witch. Of course. Um, so he takes it, opens it up. Zach, Zach, the priest, says, I'm going to do this ritual. I can do this. We don't need these monks. Mm-hmm. Don't have them anyway, so we don't need them anymore. He starts to read the, uh, the ritual to get him out of there, and then the demon witch melts her way out of the cage yeah. and gets this like skeletor looking face. Well is that is that the moment where they realize it's a demon, not a witch? Is that the moment where like <gasps> he looks that's not a witch. There's a tab and it says <laughs> in the in the book, might be demon. This might, <laughs> yeah. might be demon. Yeah, yeah. You flip yeah. and then it right. he like lines the picture up. Yeah. Demon. Yeah. He's on Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia trying to, it's trying Wikipedia. to figure it out. Uh uh <laughs> Episode of Angel now. All right, uh-huh. turns into the demon is unstoppable. Yeah. Unstoppable. He's yeah. trying to read this inc- incantation, well, whatever, exorcism, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, key of Solomon's uh, secret key stopper. All right, turns into a flying demon and then flies away. I was wishing this was the end of the movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going to read it and it's going to be over. Nope. So then the demon powers up and they they make this statement again. This is the epitome of they didn't build up anything in this movie. Wait a minute, think back, and they do a flashback to these cutscenes of all the information that led them to believe. Now she's they, the demon's been wanting us to come here the whole time. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's been after this book. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why I want. It's to not. Get there. It's not been this obvious. <laughs> so now it's time to. Um, you forgot my favorite line, by the way. What is it? In the entire movie. We're going to need more holy water. And actually, <laughs> in my little notes, in my little notes, guys, I, at the beginning, I put guys, that as well. this one's coming into my daily use. All right? Anytime. <laughs> we're going to need some, some more guys, holy water. we're going to need more holy water. Okay? <laughs> I love it. So, that's really... Uh, oh, here we go. Uh-huh. Nick Cage. Knights. Altar Boy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Welcome the demon, to the Earthquake Club. The demon flies away. Yeah. Alter Boy, Alter Boy starts to walk behind him. And they're like, no, Alter Boy. <laughs> this is not a place for an Alter Boy. <laughs> but I want to be a knight, too. <laughs> and well, then he's like, we can make you worthy. We just have to say a few words. Here we go. <laughs> and then he knights him. For all good things that happen, 
<laughs> to Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin Gates. Uh-huh. You are now a knight, altar boy. And then bring I, me a shrubbery. And, yes. <laughs> I am an altar man now. <laughs> and so, anyway, there you go. It's high praise. High praise. Yeah. Um, they go on the demon hunt. Demon hunt through the abbey. Uh, were they listening to Demon Hunter? Demon Hunter. In the, they were the listening headphones? to Demon Hunter. Okay, I just want to make and they were sure. listening to Demon Knights by Pantera. Nice. There um, you go. So, uh, actually, under this, maybe, Phil, you should play one of those songs while I talk about this because it's going to be epic. There's nothing about this movie that's epic. Um, th- except for the scenery. Some of the scenery here is okay because they spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, going on location to places. Uh-huh. Um, flying demons start to descend. They, show, they pan outside of the uh, spooky haunted monastery. Yeah. And these flying demons are whir- whirling around. Were there? Yeah. There were, there were flying demons? Very quick scene. Okay. Cut, and then they're like, and we're good. Because I then, remember the re- revived monks. Because that's what foreshadowed the little flying guys to fly into the mouth of that one monk. Oh, go got it. it. Yes. You're going to want to never yes. see this movie again. I may have but, dozed off. But yes, go back and watch it. You may have been entered by a demon. Maybe. Yeah, that's maybe, true. It could have happened. Maybe a demon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, flying monks descend around. Mon- months. The flying uh, months. Flying months. <laughs> they traveled in the circus for a while. They're a polka group. Um, demons... Uh, the demon wants the book. They've surmised now. Wait a minute. This demon wants this book. <clears throat> um, it's a book of secrets, if you will. That's what I also put. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, nasty demon. It's a, this thing looks nasty at this point. Like, yeah. It looks full on a demon. Yeah, it's yeah, it's full demon. Zach Zach, the priest, uh, starts to read the exorcism spell, and it is the longest. This is the longest spell. I, somebody, like, I'm trying to figure out, in the world of spiritualism, words are obviously very powerful, right? Yeah. So, like, if you figure out the right words, can, do they really have to be three pages long? Like, you know, can we he, make it, like, saying toy boat three times fast or something, th- where it's, you know, like a challenge, but it's shorter it's or something? three page It uh, really spell is. Spell in Latin. Three it really pages. is, at least. He's, to the point where uh, Zach Zach gets killed. Yeah. Well, how are you not going to get killed? How are you supposed to be able to read three pages of text before, like, an infinitely powerful demon monster kills you? Which, how did they hold off the demon? Who was holding off the demon while Nobody he was, was. Yeah, because Nobody was. He just oh. walked up slowly behind him and twisted his head off. That was, I mean, it was just like, there was no, it's just like, oh, I think I'll take care of this guy. It's about time. I, I waited back here and let yeah. him read this, yeah. this curse that's going to. Hey, fella. Yeah, it's going to stop You've me. You've gone a little bit too far. Yeah. I shall twist your neck now. I'm going to go ahead and step in now. Yeah. The monks were revived by the little flying demon yeah. things. Uh, they're dancing around, doing their you know dances and getting uh, chopped up. Yeah, so our, our um, knights you know, no longer called knee. They are out yes, killing the monks. They yeah. are. They're killing the monks. Uh, getting, uh, they're cutting their heads off. And he says, you've got to cut their heads off. Yeah, of course. Um, of, course of course you do. Um, and so uh, then Zach Zach, the priest, gets his neck uh, twisted. Yes. And then uh, Ron Perlman sacrifices himself, tells Nick Cage, I guess I'll be buying the drinks tonight. And then he takes on the big uh, demon. Yeah. And the demon, I don't think I've ever seen this out of a demon on a movie. He wraps his nasty. He cradled him. He did. Yeah. It was like a mother to her child. And Hellboy was incinerated yeah. by a demon. Yeah. It was like some sort of lava cocoon. It was kind of scary. Yeah. It was the most scary part for me of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, so now Ron Perlman's dead, and Nick Cage got his eye cut. So you, That's true. I Poor Nick Cage. I if mean, there was a sequel, Ron Perlman, yeah. you know, he's turned to you know, charcoal dust. And, he was nasty. But Nick Cage, he got his eye cut. 
So he had a die cut, and I kept thinking, oh, and, and not vertically. Yeah. Yeah. No, vertically, vertically. not horizontally. Yeah. Vertically. Vertically. Very important. And if he, if there had been a sequel, that would have been perfect to have bring him back as an old man with his uh-huh. eye cut. That's what the Maybe demon, played by Christopher Lee. Demon did to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll bring him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily, thank the Lord that this this exorcisms this exorcism also exercised any idea out of anyone's mind that there needed yeah, yeah. to be a sequel to this movie. Um, Season two of The Witch. Now you could do that. <laughs> You could really do that. Uh-huh. Sure. It would be on Crackle. I don't uh, think it would be make it to that's true. Netflix. Yeah. Um, so, Alter Boy picks... Alter Man now. Picks yes, up the mantle. Right. Alter Knight. Alter Knight. Um, picks up the mantle and reads out of the Book of Secrets, the Key of Solomon. Yeah. Finishes. He knows Latin. We all, we all know Latin. Of course. We all know Latin. Of course. So, Alter Boy does it. He uh, is able to stop it. But He's, only because Nick Nick Cage is keeping that demon occupied. Uh, yeah. stop it, he like keep... takes one knife into one wing and one knife into the other oh, wing. Oh, that is and, true. And the, oh, and the man. demon thing is like taking his wings and like Stabbing poking him. him in the back with him and trying to get loose. And and but Nick Cage, man, he holds weak out. Demon, really, he when you think about it, he holds out. And Alter Man slash Boy slash Knight Knight um, finishes the spell, and and not really spell ritual right. I'm not sure what. It, Incantation. If it's exorcism. Yeah. So the exorcism. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so it's the monks made. Wait, this. if it's an exorcism, that means the demon didn't die. He just went to hell. Yeah, he just went somewhere else. He just got out of the girl. Oh no, we might have to have a sequel. Yeah. This. Um. And then he kills him, and uh, the demon goes away to wherever. Yeah. To wherever. Yeah. Um. Uh, what the next Nick Cage film he can mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, Go into and uh, everyone's dead except for Alter Boy and the possessed girl mm-hmm. that we all were hoping would. She, we we all hoped she we would cared for her so much. I with everything mm-hmm. that she'd been through before she was hung as a witch. You know, she said before she was reincarnated as a demon. Yes. All those things. You know, and she said at the end they're looking at Ron Perlman and uh, what's his face Nick Cage's graves. Uh-huh. And he says, and she says. You must tell me about these men. <laughs> you have to tell me the stories behind these men. And she, I'm, I'm, when I say that, she really did say that. Yeah, no, no, that's how the movie ends. Oh, my gosh. They get on the horse, and uh, she narrates it at the end. And I kept thinking of the never-ending story. Yeah. And uh, her and Bastion right off. Nice. Alter man slash boy slash knight right off into the... I must. I I didn't really read where this was filmed at, but it was a beautiful setting. Yeah, it was nice. Um, can I go back just a little oh, bit? Oh, you do whatever you want to do. Uh, I felt like when Nick Cage was doing his whole like uh, dying scene, where the altar boy slash man slash knight yes. slash ego, Good. Uh, where he was, you know, talking to Nick or whatever, and they're having that moment. I felt like everybody was a little too smiley. Did you not like? Yeah, he, this, he, he everybody was just kind of like grinning at each other. Well, and I'm like, what just happened? Like, you just fought a demon monster. Yeah, everybody it, died but you. I thought, where's the levity coming from? But even that scene, then when they panned, the next scene I thought was going to be Nick Cage standing bandaged up or something yeah. over like Ron Perlman's grave. I guess it would be in, in Zach Zach, the priest's uh-huh. grave. Yeah. No, no, Nick no. Cage died. And there were only no, two dies. graves there. Not, Where was not only Zach that. Zach's grave? <laughs> not, 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 nobody cares about Zach Zach. Nobody. Even the producers didn't care about Zach oh, Zach. Oh, Zach uh, Zach. And not only that, when Nick Cage dies, he's sitting up against a wall. 
and his head goes back to the wall when he dies. Nobody's head is going to defy gravity and go backwards and when like, they die. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no, you will slump forward. Anyways, that's a minor thing, but that is true though. They, I, I remember thinking that that Nick Cage, he seemed more positive. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, you take care of her now. In the in the in the alter boy slash knight slash man slash ego, he says. Okay, and he's got this grin on his face. I'm like, that's actually kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, because I mean, she said it. She, by the way, she came back completely naked in the middle of the floor. Oh, she and this, did. And this boy's just grinning. He's just like, I got it. I got it. I got I will. it. I'll, I'll take care of her. It'll be You're fine. You're at a wheel. <laughs> so I just found it all a little bit, a little bit too smiley the for whole my thing taste. Was bad, bad, uh-huh. bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is called the Horrible Movie Podcast. And for if a it wasn't, yeah, we're right. Exactly. Exactly. So. Even though. Well, I won't get into that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, another story for another day. Okay, goods. Of the, what's the good things in this movie? Anything good? Oh my. Um, yeah, I mean, Nicholas Cage got paid. It, uh, got, that's that right. Was good. Uh, with a movie like this, if you take it for what it is and don't you don't want it to be high cinema, and you just think of people going and seeing an action movie, I guess you can turn part of your brain off. And enjoy some of the action, some of the effects. I thought the Ron Perlman death effect was pretty cool. I thought that, like you mentioned, that whole death scene was pretty amazing. Um, The actual climax of the movie, like the fighting and that kind of stuff, I thought was done well. It was at least interesting to look at. Um, But, yeah, I I think you really have to turn a part of your brain off to just enjoy that ride because there's nothing to think about. There's nothing to compel you mentally to process what's going on in front of you. It all has to just be visually or dialogue, which there's not a lot of great dialogue anyway. So, Okay. And, there is, and there's, there's no humor either. And I shouldn't say no, but it's very Humorless. few and far between. Yeah. So. And even their attempts at humor are not funny at yeah. all. Like, Did you think Nick Cage and Ron Perlman had good chemistry together? I, w- I mean, I would watch them in a movie. Like, if you did, have you ever seen, have you seen Ghost Rider? Yes. George? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm good with Ghost Rider. Like I think some people, are, as far as Marvel stuff goes, Ghost mm-hmm. Rider is not maybe what they think it should be. Right. Right. I'm good with. I mean, honestly, had they tagged Ghost Rider into some of the Marvel universe now, even I wouldn't be opposed to it because it sure. was okay. Yeah. If you put Ron Perlman in that movie with him as secure, that would be great. These two knights were not redeeming. And no. 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 It made no sense. No, like it, it, just made, it really didn't. It made no sense. But I, but I did wonder a few times. I thought, yeah, these two, these two actors, they work fairly well together. So yeah, I mean, we're digging for positives here, guys. Like I'm just, we are I'm saying, I'm just positive. trying to find something. How about bad? Like the things that stick you mean out. Other than everything we've well, already and said, I always do that. And I do that every episode. Sometimes where I say, I'll, I'll say one good thing, and then I'll say everything else because that there are some things that well for everything me, else. I, and I said it right off the bat. For me, it's it's motivation. This, this movie lacks motivation and it lacks character development. And when you don't have either of those two things, you're bored. You don't have anything to occupy your brain. You don't have something to root for. You don't have something to care about. You don't have something that's driving you forward in the story. Why do I care when they get to this place? Right. Do I care about this girl? Give me some backstory on the girl so like, I care if she survives. Yes. Like, Who is she? Where does she come from? What is, what is it about her that we're going to care about? Make this you know team... Feel like a team. Make them have some sort of camaraderie or chemistry or, you know, you set it up all right. You've got the funny one and the kid who's trying to be something that he's yeah. not yet. And you've got the two knights who are, you know, you've got a team here. You've got the priest who knows more than he's letting on. Yeah. 
use it. Do something with it. You know, tell us why more did about they, them. I mean, why did they do it that way? Where it was I like this, like completely disposable. I mean, uh, everyone you know, in the same and disposed, disposed, and they did get yeah. disposed. Yeah, except for Alter Boy Man That's slash right. Knight slash Ego. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> bads. I put story is yeah bad, uh, and I put a recycle from a lot of other stories, like a lot of the same things you've seen in so many other adventure type things and and the setting yeah maybe the black plague was positive maybe some of those i don't like i don't know if i've ever seen a lot of movies that have That's the, the quote going forth from this podcast have the black maybe, maybe the, the black plague was positive maybe the tagline after for, i saw this yes. movie i'm thinking i could go for the black plague I, I think between the black plague uh maybe the black plague uh was positive and then the uh, we're going to need more holy water. Uh, those oh two, my two quotes that are from this movie that would be and good. It's a, uh, and it's a blatant ripoff of Jaws, right? We're going to need a bigger boat. Like it's it's <laughs> like it's a blatant ripoff, but it's still it just it just made me laugh. So good, guys. We're going to need this, more holy water. Rate this from one horrible up to five horribles. Mm-hmm. One being it's Not, horrible. It's horrible. Five being it's very oh. very 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 horrible. Oh. Five being like Last Airbender horrible. That's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I would go with three horribles. Three. Yeah, maybe okay. three and a half. I'm going. Somewhere in that okay. three range. That's good. Yeah. That's a good rating. I, I think I would agree I mean, with it's that. I an, mean, it's an action movie. Again, if you turn your brain off, you might be able to you know, endure it. The story's so bad, though. Uh-huh. It's bad. And I can think of a lot. I guess I should say this. I can think, and maybe this is because I see every single movie that comes out. That's not an exaggeration. Everything that comes out locally, I go see as a movie critic. Uh, I can think of many, many movies that are worse. Really? Yeah, in my opinion. Oh yes, I could think of well, I mean, probably I fifteen can't. last year. Really? That were worse than this. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Most of that which came theater, out in, that are theater released. Most of which that, came out in January. <laughs> well, and then that January is the catch-all for the yeah. But yeah, so yeah. for so maybe my perspective is a little bit warped. But yeah, I'd go in the three three and a half range. Okay, very good. You have the palate. You have the you have a, a certain taste. Yes. That you yeah. Appreciate movie yeah. wise. So. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's awesome, man. Would you go more than that? Do you not rate it two? I'm going to three. Okay. I, I, so we're right at the same I place then. I was kind then. of agreeing okay. it was okay. a three. Okay. I was kind okay. of agreeing it was a three. I, I'm reluctant to ever go to a five because there are just some things that are just really, I'm not kidding really about bad. The Last Airbender. If you want to hear me rant, man. That good, huh? Uh, like, I loved that TV show and what M. Night did to that movie is unconscionable. And we, you may, you may, you're, if you are so willing to come back on, uh-huh. um, Phil... Producer Phil is, yeah. a, is a big Last Airbender. An, I, I kept the show. The I TV say show. animated series. Oh it, yeah, it's so great. Did you watch huge. Cora? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Love so it. good Loved stuff. Yeah, so yeah. maybe we, maybe if you're so willing yeah. to come back on. And I was a huge yeah. M Night fan too. I was, a, I was an M Night apologist all right. the way through the Village. Uh, even through um, now, the happening. I, I draw a line at the happening. The happening is where I started to it's, waver. I, there are some things I actually really like about the happening. Right, but. Um, but that's where I started to waver. And then Ugh. when he did Last Airbender, I was like, what have you done? You, you have killed a precious part of my pop culture consciousness. And he just, uh, man, he just. He just didn't get it. No, he didn't get it. He did it because of his, da- his daughter had, what he and his daughter had, that was kind that of That needed thing somebody who that. was a fan. That needed yeah. a director who was a fan of the show, it understood what made it great. And like the nuances of it. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. Interesting. Um, the though I did see the visit this year. Did you see the visit? His mm-hmm. one that came out this year. No, it's a little bit of a return to form. Not a great movie, but you know, but yeah. Uh, and he'll never meet. Uh, I like how this became M Night, but I like it. Um, I like uh, he. I'm sorry, I go on bunny trails. It's okay. It's no, part I of what I do. Talking to bunny trail okay. here. Um, the uh, 
The village, I'm okay with the village. Let's go back from there. I actually really like the village. Signs, 100% love signs. fine. Um, Unbreakable is one of the greatest movies ever. Unbreakable made. is is awesome. It's great. Yeah, Unbreakable is awesome. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and what am I saying? Uh, I see dead people. Uh, Six Sense, Sense was his first. Yeah, his which breakout. was like, yeah. people were like, what? Yeah, He's dead. Away. What? <laughs> so yeah. uh, I mentioned Ten Cloverfield Lane. If you love suspense, like you love those old M Night or Hitchcock mm-hmm. stuff, Ten Cloverfield Lane awesome. is perfect for that stuff. It's That's so great. good. Yeah. JJ's is great. Too. Yeah. Yeah, directed by Dan Trachtenberg, whose first movie he's ever done, and it's really, really good. Is he related to Michelle Trachtenberg? I don't believe so. No, okay. No. That's cool. Yeah. I, I wanted to see that. Is there actually any tie-in to Cloverfield? Yeah. There is? Yeah. Okay. You know, it, very loose, but yeah. Okay. It's it's definitely in the same universe. There's no mistaking it's in the same universe. Okay. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Good, good stuff. stuff. Good stuff. See, I have to talk about good movies at some point. I can't well, just spend to, the whole time no, you, no, talking exactly. about no, Season of no, the and that, Witch. That's, not, that's what I'm saying, too. And that's why I can even go off on a tangent of, okay, Nick Cage in, well, obviously, Honeymoon in Vegas. Uh-huh. It's fine. I don't know if you've ever you watched that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. good. It's a good movie. Yeah. I, the Rock, for when it came out. That's a movie for, for what, what it is. Was, yeah, absolutely. And you go, this is a great movie. Absolutely. Right? It's great for what it is. Yeah. Con Air, eh, you started to get a little shaky. I, I'd, still, I'd still go Con Air is for what it is, for when it was made, for yep. what it was trying to do, succeeds in a lot of ways. Face Off cracks me up. Because, Same thing with Face Off. Because it's good. It's good. And it hit right in the uh, the rock. Broken Arrow, that whole... Broken Arrow, I can't defend. But I don't think he's not... He's <laughs> not in Broken Arrow, but it was Travolta yeah, and like Christian Slater or whatever. But when it I came out, like there weren't a lot of movies that were kind of like that. Yeah. And so it was. It, I mean, it was. You action. forgot raising Arizona, by the way, which is. Well, no, that's that's it. Yeah, for yeah. yeah. I was going. I, I kept on past into the action. Oh, I see. Stuff. I see what you're saying. He yeah, loves yeah. a good action movie. Yeah, yeah. So, but then a lot of his other stuff. He just does so many movies. Like you can go online and see. Mm-hmm. He does. Nick Cage. Yeah. Yep. He's a when lot Andy of stuff. Samberg. When Andy Samberg does his uh, Nick Cage impression, have you ever seen him on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> yeah. When he did, when yeah. he did his Nick Cage impression, he talks about. His criteria for doing a movie. Nick, what's your criteria for doing a movie? He's like, am I starring in it? <laughs> and then the other is, will I get paid? So There you anyway, go. I just kicked Very nice. I kicked the table over. <laughs> that was not any, anyone's That's how you end a podcast, and that's guys. How you, that's podcasting. That's how you finish it out. And that's how you finish it out. All Throw right, the furniture. Uh, Aaron, is there anything else you want to plug or talk about? You, uh, yourmoviefriend.com okay. is my, uh, my movie reviews. AaronandDenae.com if you want to check out the radio stuff. Again, just do a Google search for Aaron Dicer and you'll find all the stuff I do. Probably the easiest way to do it. Um, but, man, this was great. Thanks it's for having fun. me on. We enjoy it. It's just This part almost makes watching Season of the Witch worth it. It's, it was a struggle. Like the talking about it, you know. It was a struggle. I actually, it's an uphill battle. I uh, you might not be able to see it, but I have these black pox on my arm developing, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. Yeah. I you should think get I may have gotten at. the black plague from yeah, this movie. You should movie. get those looked so, at. Um, and Aaron, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. You know what you need for that? You need more holy water. I'm just saying. <laughs> We're going to need some more We're holy gonna water, We're going to need guys. some more holy water. You know, the black plague, though, is not so, I mean, it, it, might, be, it might be good. It might be okay. Compared to the movie, it sure, yeah. Good. No, I get it. Aaron, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You're awesome. It. Right, guys, thanks for downloading the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, you can keep up with us. Uh, download the podcast. They're at uh, thehorribmoviepodcast.com uh, on iTunes. Uh, coming someday to Google Play. Someday Google Play will actually get the podcast that they keep promising they're going to get. Um, uh, check us out at uh, revolverpodcast.com. 
Follow us on Twitter at One Horrible Movie. And uh, guys, remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Reach for the stars. Follow your dreams. And when all else fails, we're going to need some more holy water. Peace out, homies. See you later. Thank you.